0: Talk us through those 80 minutes.
1: No, we prepared to win. We knew that we were here to make history. The whole week, that's what we told ourselves. And you know what? I'm so proud of the boys. Absolutely humbled. And the guys came out. They played with enormous testicles.
2: And we absolutely did it. Fantastic effort. I'm such a happy captain.
0: Hello and welcome to another uh, dropped kickoff. That's what this podcast is called. Um, just the three of us today. I, I'm Nick, not Nick W. Nick W's not here, probably for the first time ever. Um, it's kind of like if you two played with like, you know, without Adam Clayton, but I do have other regulars, Jack and Nathan. Jack, how are you? G'day, Nick H. How you going, mate? Yeah, mate. Good, buddy, buddy, good. Uh Nathan Nathan W.
2: Man, I'm good. You know it's an exciting exciting week for in rugby. I feel like we say this all the time, but just there's just so much happening. But you know what? It's so so nice and so refreshing just to have so much to talk about.
0: Now, you're a great ambassador. You're really uh working for that paycheck. I'm sure that rugby Australia and Stan just deposited a couple of dollars in your account for that positivity. I love it. I love Man, it, it, it
2: Whatever gets me another free month is Stan, I'm happy. <laughs>
0: Every positive comment is three days, extra three days. Um, Sam, reach out. <laughs> I love Stan. Uh, it's amazing.
2: I stan Stan. Stan. I got him. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. to to race in with it. Damn it.
0: Um, always catch me out Nate, Um, So today we're going to have a bit of a tweak. We're going to copy something that happened last week. I wasn't here last week. We're going to copy it. We're going to bring it over. Um, And we've got about six points we want to cover today, or six burning questions, however you want to put it. So first, we're going to go through what caught your eye, just a quick wrap-up of what we've seen over the last week or so. Two, we're going to talk about the Walleries games. Uh, Three, Rugby World Cup announcement is happening soon, I think tomorrow night. Is that right, Nathan?
2: should be 10pm tomorrow night, we should find out.
0: 10pm tomorrow night when everyone's watching. Um, And then... Four, we're going to just look back at what happened last weekend on Super Rugby. Five, look at the team lists. And six, uh, feelish and or outlandish hot takes and predictions for the following weekend. So let's go back to number one. What caught your eye? Uh, Jacko, what caught your eye over the last week? Uh,
1: What caught my eye over the last week was we've got some couple of signings, re-signings. Which is pretty exciting for just Australian rugby in general. The, the big one that only came a couple of days ago was, uh, Noah Lolacio. He's, he's re-signed with the Brumbies and, um, Australian rugby. And I think, uh, Nick White's not too far away from signing as well. So those are two huge gets. And, uh, that just comes on the back of Dave Parecki at the Waratahs. He's re-signed. And today, uh, they, the Reds announced that Uh, the hooker, Asiata, he's re-signed, young prop, Nongor, he's re-signed with the Reds, and that follows on from, from Jock Campbell. So, all, all this talent sort of, we've been able to find a way to, to keep it in, keep it in, uh, keep it at home. So, um, I think the word's still out on, on banks, whether he's gonna go to Japan and cash in and earn a million bucks, but we'll have to wait and see. But it's just, it's just good news that, um, you know, we're keeping all these players in, in the country, in the lead-up to the World Cup.
2: I was going to say, does it feel like we've had more re-signings? Like, like I mean, yes, you, we usually keep a lot of players in Australia, but it feels like we've had a lot of, like, big re-signings. It, you know, it's only May, and it seems like we've got a really good core group of players. Is that, is that just a vibe I'm getting, or what do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's a, there's, I think it's, as I said, like leading into the World Cup and you know, we've got a big couple of years coming up. So I think everyone's sort of after COVID, they're sort of sussing out their, their options and a few of them are choosing to stay. And as, as Nick Frost re-signed as well with the Brumbies, he, he reneged on his deal. So I think, I think Rugby Australia is working hard to keep some of the talent here.
0: All right. Cool. Nathan, uh, what caught your eye the last week?
2: It's interesting what caught my eye looking at the, um, in Europe actually, just like with the Champions Cup semi-finals, a game decided by a penalty shootout. You know, the thing was the first time since 2009 it was uh, what, Toulouse and Munster. And I mean, it couldn't be separated after 80, went to extra time, then couldn't be separated, and then, I mean, it's probably one of the rarest things you see in Rugby, but a penalty shootout where just Toulouse just absolutely killed it. Got landed all four kicks, I think, Munster missed three kick, three kicks, so it went one for four. Like, I mean, it's one of the rarest ways to see a game finish, but, I mean, fair play. I mean, it was a great game as well. I think it's a fair replay of it, but no, that's that's what caught my eye. So how did it
0: work? How did it work, and do you think it worked, the penalty shootout? Was it, like, five in a row? Was it, like, horse or something?
2: I think Maybe. it's like it's like normal normal soccer. Like you go, t- you go kind of one team goes, the other team kicks afterwards, and you. I think it's start from the front, then from like the right, you know, like from the cor- not from the corner, but from I think you're like 10 meters out on the right hand side, then 10 meters from the left, and then straight in front to as your fourth penalty. And then I think you just keep going from there. But I don't know, I like it, it's something different, it's something something unique and random, which I, which I like. I'm, you know, sometimes we can get a bit. Get down our ways, but you need, you need something just to spark it. You know what? It's a it's a novel concept. I would like to see it be a drop kickoff. That would be funny enough. But <laughs> <laughs> love to see it. just but go full soccer and just go like right. You your kickers are only allowed one kick. Then you just keep moving forward. So hopefully we get to a, we get to a stage where it's just props and second row. I was having to try and just land these kicks from twenty I, out.
0: I thought that would be it. Like you'd go through all fifteen.
2: It doesn't look like it. It looks like, I mean, well, Ben Healy took two kicks for Munster and, and missed both by the looks of it. Conor Murray missed one. So I'm assuming you just...
0: It's got to be. You've got to have the props. Like, I mean, how good is that?
2: Yeah, that'd
1: be great <laughs> to see you know, Someone like Joe Marler or or Ellis uh, Gans trying to, you know, toe-poke it through.
2: Now, that would bring the crowds back. And you'd, yeah. you'd you'd sub
1: That'd
0: on a you'd sub on a forward who's renowned for his penalty kicking.
2: No, the um, we're on to something here. Just <laughs> scrap off, should, scrap off golden point.
1: Maybe they should start with the props.
2: Just a full one, one <laughs> to no fifty straight up to
1: the,
0: to the fullbacks. That'd be so good. I love that. Like it's all just missed kicks, and like Tongan Thor wins the World Cup for Australia.
2: <laughs> I'd be down. I reckon it, there'd be some sneaky. Uh, who, do you re- who do you reckon out of that wildy stuff outside of Tongan Thor? Who do you reckon would have a sneaky drop kick in him just to, to yeah, if you put him in a penalty out? I,
0: I reckon Rob Valentini, based off that kick he did. <laughs>
2: yeah, I back that. Yeah,
0: I mean it's funny because it's like it's this funny thing that happens. It's like when a wicketkeeper bowls. I remember when Matthew Wade bowled against Sri Lanka in Tasmania. Um, but John Eels, was like the kicker. Was he the first choice kicker? But you know he kicked oh, yeah. the Bledisloe win in Wellington. But I haven't seen any forwards being kickers for years. No. It's
2: a lost well start bring it back. I think for layoff,
1: though, fancies himself a bit of a kicker. He's put put in a few grubbers and that during the matches. But, yeah, it's a good one.
0: I think that should be a new rule. I'd love it. It's a bit of entertainment. Um Cool. Uh, moving on. I thing that stuck out to me was, of course, the jersey announcement. Uh, If you haven't seen it, this jersey announcement—it looks sick. It looks pretty much like last year, but like instead of like a green collar, they've got this like line. It's like this weird Japanese kind of modernist line underneath the collar. I think it kind of—it's smart. Have you boys seen the jersey? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I was, uh, I, was I was at the launch today. It was it was looks oh. really looks really good in person.
0: Yeah. Did you like, touch it?
2: I didn't get to touch it. Though, when they they wouldn't let me touch it. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. keep, keeping six feet away from it, but no, nah, it it looks good. Um, I like the idea of also doing it out at it was out at Auburn. Um, yeah, essentially for those for those unaware, it was uh, was it was Hoops, Parisi, Angus Bell, Jake Gordon, Lachlan Swinton, and Lalakai Fakati. So you had six essentially the six six Boratars you you probably expect to be on the world side. Essentially, starting off running a clinic with the kids and then, you know, doing all the photo shoot afterwards. But you know, it looks nice. You know, the First Nations ones. Though I'm, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of the green, but it it makes sense just to keep the keep the gold color on this one and mm. you know incorporate the pattern around it. But you know, I yeah. think if, my my only thing with the, the, this sort of stuff is we have a First Nations jersey. Let's we should be wearing it more. I think. I mm-hmm. think we only wore it what twice last year.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It should just be our, like almost a wage jersey where we just alternate back and forth. Yeah. I think ASICs have, I think ASICs have taken on a lot of feedback in terms of like the other one was way too green. And I think they've scaled that back to be more gold with, with green sort of tinges. I, I will say the, uh, the big logo in the middle, that's not going to be friendly with too many props. Um, it's <laughs> right on the stomach and it makes
0: them, you know, <laughs> Cadbury just makes them,
1: yeah. makes them look like a care bear or something.
0: I I do love that, that little kangaroo motif that they've got, which I think has been on all the Indigenous jerseys. It's like a kangaroo within a sun. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That should probably be, I reckon, the new Wallabies jersey. I reckon that looks sick. Yeah, it could be, I to say. It could be permanent. Like.
2: At what stage do we I have not that conversation? I the Wallabies
0: logo, I mean. The Wallabies logo.
2: Oh, Wallabies we, well, logo. Like, I think it works. It would work as a logo. I'm going to say, at what stage do we have that conversation of just using the First Nations jersey as, as our permanent kit heading forward?
0: Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I think yeah, I think probably it's a, on the First Nation jersey. There's a lot, but if they had that somewhere as a like on the shoulders or something, I think that'd be sick. Yeah,
1: or just uh, just on the uh, on the panels running down the sides of the jersey, maybe that'd be like a nice little touch there. Yeah,
0: yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I love it. it looks
1: great, but yeah. I'm still I'm still waiting for you know a proper collar. I got to bring back the proper <laughs> collar like the Scottish jerseys. <laughs> but it's all about being able to tackle them, Jack. It's like a... Does anyone thing. actually ask the players whether they care about wearing collars or not? I can't... I can't actually, assume it do. that much more of a difference. You know, no one's getting coat-hanging just because someone's grabbed the collar rather than the...
2: I feel like they... I feel like you wouldn't care regardless, but I don't know. For me personally, I've never seen the... Say, it's the controversial opinion. We're starting out hot. I've never seen the <laughs> appeal of, of of why it's so important to have a collar on a jersey. Like... What does it matter? It's...
1: Uh, it's just a bit of nostalgia, a bit of tradition. I think.
2: But, wh- but why why is it the collar that's all of a sudden the tr- like it, this is this? I've seen many comments like this where people say, "Oh, you need a collar for tr- tradition." Why is the collar the only, the main thing that is like the traditional thing everyone wants back? Like uh, a... in
1: my opinion, that's what what separates a shirt and a jersey. Right now, the Wallabies are wearing shirts, and in the, the way that a shirt like is a boy, and the jersey is a man. That way. <laughs> yeah, right now they're just wearing, you know, rashies. Mm. If you had a
0: collar, that's a proper jersey.
2: The good old gold rashies.
0: <laughs> uh, important question, though, Nathan. Did this jersey have green numbers on the back?
2: Yeah, yes, it did.
0: Okay, all right, okay. We're not going to repeat uh, what happened in Brisbane against South Africa. Great. As long as they don't fall off. <laughs> we sorted. <laughs> Alright, so speaking about jerseys, let's move on. Uh, from Wallabies to Wallaroos. Uh, Jack, I kind of feel like you're itching. Yeah. To talk about the Wallaroos. Uh, they lost to Japan, uh, 10 to 12. Uh, three years ago, they beat Japan by a collective score of 80 to 8 over two games. Uh, what happened? Yeah, I think was that their last, was that their last game since?
1: Lockdown, it's been a thousand days basically since
0: the Wallaroos locked. I'd have played the Kiwis. Yeah, the Kiwis. Right. But yeah, it's,
1: yeah, the Wallaroos are back and they've played, you know, two games back to back. One was on Friday night and one was on Tuesday. So it was a pretty tight turnaround. Um, but yeah, the, the Wallaroos did well to, um, see off Fiji. That was a really good game. They, they were moving the ball around really well and combining, and, and the backline was looking pretty hot. Um, and then, yeah, I think it was just the backup of, um, you know, playing Japan on on the Tuesday, you know, a couple of days afterwards um, at Bon Uni. Um, it was a it was a great start to the game, and um, I'm sure everyone's seen that. You know, they they were wearing their First Nations jerseys and they and they sung the the uh, national anthem in in one of the Aboriginal languages. And, and that was great. And you could see the emotion on all the, uh, all the players faces. So it was a really special moment. But I I think Japan in that game just, they, it, just like the men's side, they're just so disciplined and they, and they play really above their weight. Um, they're able to smother, smother our, um, you know, backline moves in defense and they're all over the breakdown. And I think that really frustrated the Wallaroos because they couldn't, you know, use their backs. And that's, you know, that's pretty much the whole Super W backline in in the backline there. So they did have their combinations um, figured out, but, you know, the the Japan rush defense was just too much and they couldn't get any, you know, mojo working. Uh,
0: Yeah, interesting. Um, uh, I think it's really interesting. Obviously, I had Super W to build up to this, um, but it's really in also contrast to something we probably should mention before that the... Women's seventh team wrapped up their world title, so really mixed fortunes for the two major women's teams um, coming out of this game. But Nathan, um, do you have any other insights? Anything to add on to what Jack said?
2: I think yeah, I think Jack was Jack was pretty spot on. I mean, yeah, it was always the risk keeping same 23 a same twenty three from when you're backing up four days is they come out a bit flat, and that's kind of what they look like. They just yeah, Japan. They Japan in that Barbarians game. I remember um, Mel Kawa and Alana Thomas, the Barbarians captain and coach, also Rebels captain and coach, saying that they're just they're a lot smaller than like comparatively to the rest, to the, the Australian side. But where they just kill they killed the Barbarians on Friday was their body height is so low they just get over a ball and just and just frustrate you at ruck time. They get off their line and just prevent any momentum building. and I mean, and that's what they did on Tuesday. They just, Australia never really adapted. Like, they did a little at more and scrum time to, you know, there was, I think, one stage where, like, they got pinged with the rolling mall not getting someone engaging, but, like, it just, it just looked like they just couldn't build rhythm and when they, when that didn't happen, it looked like they just panked a bit, but, like, it, I mean, they had, they had a chance to win it at the end. You know, mm-hmm. Laurie Kramer had a kick to win it. It was a, more than kickable kick for someone who's, you know, was nailing stuff from the sideline in Super W. Just, yeah, just pushed been,
1: it wide. Yeah, she's usually a sharpshooter.
2: And just pushed it wide when it mattered. Like, you know, we talk, all, talk all I want, you know, being disappointed, but that game is there to be won. We realistically could have could have and should have gone away 2-2 two and two from this. And now all of a sudden start mm. thinking what can be, ahead of a, a pack four against New Zealand, US and Canada next month, which is, I mean, that's three, your top six or seven nations. I mean, it's good to get the wake-up call now, but you need to see that improvement, particularly those skills under pressure with a rush defense Um, really take multiple steps forward over the next couple of months.
1: Yeah. I think think it's just good to see them get game time, even though it was a bit of a condensed schedule. They're they're being able to um, brush off some cobwebs pretty quickly. I think they'll be better for the run and, you know, Japan's yeah moving up the rankings as well, um, but yeah I think when is it they're they're playing the Blackburns pretty soon, um, oh next month um, so
2: June yeah, June six which I mean I I, I think that's a, that's a great point to make as well like the joy of this schedule this year round as compared to past World Cups is you, you have those games to you know if you have those cobwebs or you, you know, combinations particularly with. So many, particularly yeah, there's so many days out of out of contest. You don't yeah. have to be at your peaks right now in May. Like you're yeah. still building so much, and you still have what four or five games before that Rugby World Cup opener in October. Yeah, so-
1: there's plenty to go. They've they've got a pretty packed schedule, and and the 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 New Zealand women they're they're, they're gearing up for they're gearing up big time. They brought in you know all all these experienced coaches after their you know, disappointing spring tour where they when they got dusted by England pretty hard. So they're they're right up for it, and they've made some some huge changes by bringing in Wayne Smith and a couple experienced um, assistant coaches. So they're 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 putting all their chips on the table.
0: Mm, yeah. So how, I mean, do you back to the Belarus for, for a second? Do you think it's a, a it's a slip up, or you a bit worried, or? What, you, what are you boys thinking at
2: the moment? I don't think it's time to be worried. Like, as as Jack said, like, it's second game back in almost, I think it was something like 9.57 9. days. So, you know, there was there was bound to be a performance like this thrown in there. If they then go to this Pac-4 tournament and then get absolutely dominated by New Zealand, Canada, and USA, then there's alarm bells certainly ringing then, but... I know. I think it's all. I think it's all about the response. If you can see that they can be competitive, particularly against New Zealand in that first game, mm. the, you, we, you kind of get that confidence of, all right, we're, we're still on the right stage here. We can still we can still match it, and you can just kind of get through that process.
0: Well, speaking of confidence, um are playing New Zealand on the sixth of June, um, and then uh, that is. The uh, one, the first out of four times they'll play New Zealand in their next six games. Uh, Like you said, they're playing USA and Canada, but they're playing New Zealand four times this year. Um, And in fact, they're playing them three times in a row between August and October. Um, So you hope they do have enough confidence going to the Rugby World Cup. Um, Moving on, speaking about Rugby World Cup, actually, Mm -hmm. Nathan. What's yep. going on? What's going on at 10pm Thursday?
2: Mate, it's the big time. That's where, at Thursday 10pm, World Rugby will meet on voting on the packages for the next, so my understanding is their vote on whether to accept the package of the next five World Cups in their particular preferred candidacy areas and that would, that would secure Australia World Cup 2027, the men's and then the women's in 2029. So, Keep your eyes out tomorrow of social media, or today if you're listening, because it's going to be really exciting news if we can get this done, really, hopefully set up the future for this game.
0: And word on the street is that Phil Kearns will actually be kind of like, um, several naked women will crown him as the King of Australian Rugby. Is that what will happen as well, Thursday at 10pm?
2: Not confirmed, maybe.
0: Because he saved Australian Rugby, right? So. I've heard rumors, yeah
2: that, that might be safe for the Friday, we'll see, but
0: <laughs> what rumors have you heard, Jack, about <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, unless there's some real shit and political you know um backstabbing, then yeah, I don't want to jinx it, but i'm I'm pretty sure or assured what both World Cups so the men's and the women's coming up, so that's a huge, huge thing for for australia um and you know. Couple that with the Lions tour and all this other stuff going on, it's it's pretty pretty rosy days.
2: And all I'm going to say as well is, I'll, I'll drop this little taser as well because I know oh. I know something's coming. Just keep your eye, if anyone in Sydney, keep your I'm, I'm shooting this this will go out Thursday, but keep your eyes out 6 p.m. Sydney Harbour Bridge, yeah. Sydney Opera House might be oh. something might be something happening that just you know hint hint nudge nudge might might just. I just you know, uh, support right. the yeah. bit a bit further yeah that's
0: awesome. Hey, explains why you invited me out to a picnic uh nathan on observatory hill
2: <laughs> no, no, no it's unrelated you know just...
0: <laughs> oh okay sorry sorry jack this is me nathan um oh, right. you can't do
2: it your, your invitation's coming it's, it's you know it's, yeah. it's in the mail
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: but now in, in all seriousness if we if like it's Pretty much confirmed by the sounds of it. When, when you hear anyone speak about it, they, they, you know, we saw it happen with I think it was South Africa four years ago, where they basically basically got were short of a World Cup and got taken away from him and taken to France. But that pro- I mean, the, that process has changed, and it's, it seems like it's basically in the bag. And it, I mean, if if it can get sorted, like twenty, you have such a good decade of. Like really good, good rugby. Oh, really good! Not only really good rugby, really good sport coming to Australia, and rugby union is almost that centerpiece. With you know the Lions in twenty five, uh, men's World Cup in twenty seven, women's World Cup in twenty nine, and then you know I think Brisbane Olympics thirty two with a sevens program, which you know if it continues to keep going from strength to strength, will be one of the big attractions. I reckon. So like it's really It's just really exciting. It'd be really exciting times. N- just, just have all this quality rugby on shores. Let alone what it will actually do for, you know, getting money back into the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can yeah, see why like Gillian McLaughlin office. resigned.
2: He's, he saw he, the signs. He shaking. saw the
0: signs. I'm out of here. What am I going to do? Uh, Rugby's on the march.
1: Jack, yeah, how excited
0: the- are you about the World Cup?
1: Oh, big time! Yeah, I think it'll be
0: huge. You know, you know, we're the only, only one. Good?
1: Yeah, absolutely. For, Do you think it'll
0: be for, like, like sorry, be that? good for Australian rank. Right? Do you reckon they'll, uh, not screw it up like they did last time? Well,
1: we'll see. I think, um, you know, during COVID and, and things like that, I think they've really righted the ship, especially with, you know, Hamish McLennan coming on and, and, and those sorts of guys. They've sort of, they're, they're making the right moves and making the right noises and they've done a few things that have, um, I thought, I think bring back confidence, um, in where we are and, and, and our finances, sure, they, they gutted a few things during COVID and that was to sort of uh-huh. save money. And then, um, I think it's set us, set us up now for, a, for a good runway. Um, and to have the, have the world cup in here in Australia on, on shores, that's just a huge carrot to dangle in front of some of these players as well. Um, you know, people, people still talk about the, the 03 world cup, even though. <laughs> We didn't win it. It was such a memorable moment for, for a lot of people. So um yeah, that, it's a huge win and yeah, looking forward. To it. Hopefully, yeah, still be involved in rugby one
0: Yeah, awesome. I hope the same. This podcast will go to strength. Episode two thousand by the time we That's get fun. there. Yep. Uh so moving on from Rugby World Cup to something even better. Super rugby. Uh the Brumbies. Three in a row. Let's go through each game. Let's do one good thing and one improvement. Let's go through each game. Let's start with the Brumbies. I'm not a Brumbies fan, but I can't help yeah. but love what I see, Jack.
1: Absolutely. Go to the Brumbies. Calm the Brumbies. Yeah. Was, uh, was, what do, what's it, your
0: take out of this game? The, the good thing and the improvement? Yeah, it was, it
1: was, it was a great game to watch. You know, it, Brumbies really looked in control for most of the match, to be honest. Um, uh, they're. Especially there was moments there when their goal line defense really stood up and, and shut down the Chiefs attack when the when the game was in the balance. So I think that was that was one of the really great things. Um in terms of something they could improve for this upcoming game, um they've got a you know, they've got some big hitters um out for the game. Palatini and Alessio, they're out, so um they 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 just need to
0: Out for how long? Serious or just a couple
1: games? Uh L- L- out with concussion, so mm. I think he's only this week, but Valentini's done something to his hammy, so he could
0: be a couple of weeks. His um, kicking hammy? Hopefully not his kicking hammy.
1: That's probably what how he did it, he'd kick too much.
2: <laughs> that's why forwards don't kick.
1: <laughs> but I think but I think just that something they can prove on, especially against the Crusaders, which will be a huge match, is just controlling the game a bit more not letting them not letting them back into the game and, and being able to, to finish off chances is, is something they can really focus
2: on.
0: Nathan?
2: Yeah I think Jack now did I well what, what I was impressed with was just how they their forward pack just controlled that game. Like there was there was that period I think it was like t- the tenth or fifteenth minute where the Chiefs, you know, five metres out so, instead of, you know, instead of when most teams go right, let's just get the ball out, get the ball out as fast as we can. Let's go to the, go to fly off, fly half clears it and, you know, tries to get him out of, out of danger. The Chiefs, I think, very cocky, like, in, in a cocky manner, I should say, um, went, nah, let's try and get a penalty. Let's try and really kind of break their spirit. The Brummies just went, yeah, nah, and just, they only held him, held him tough for five, like, at least five seconds, but eventually, and at the penalty, which you know sets up the rolling mall, which is, again, it's a printing at ATM at this stage. Like whoever's, whoever's your hooker, whoever lines up at hooker for the Brumbies, basically guaranteed a score from, it, from <laughs> it at least once a game. Like, then you know, but being able to set up that dominance really early, just it just set the tempo that you know what we're not going to take a backward step. We're gonna we're gonna take it to you guys and match it physically, and that's that's what I've got it done for him in the end. Um, in terms of in terms of narrative improvement, like it's a tough one because they were they were really consistent across the board. I think it's just finding ways to close out games and just not giving other teams a sniff. It's something I think the are just a just a, I've done a couple of times this year where they just allow easy points. You know either before the half or just when they've started to build some pressure. So I think that's your big thing to work on, particularly when you've got Crusaders and Blues over the next couple of weeks. Mm.
0: Um, Awesome. Uh, Moving on. Waratahs uh, beat Moana. Uh, I can give my... uh, I watch this game, so I can say here's one good thing and one improvement. One good thing, Angus Bell... Uh, dominating at scrum time. I don't know how old he is. He's like 22. He signed my jersey, whatever. I love the guy now. But he smashed up in scrum time, and it was amazing. He's really coming into it. Uh, It's crazy that we have so many good props now. I remember watching that England game when... um, Who was that guy? That Fianga had to be called up and flown flown over to England because we ran out of hookers, and it was... a Trocious Scrum it was like on roller skates but this is completely different and I love it so Angus Bell I love it that's amazing um, but the improvement from the Waratahs I think it's this kind of that old Australian consistency they had some a lot of good things going and they just kind of dropped the ball just bad pass just kind of screwed it up um, but I love it it was it was a great win from the boys um, they would have scored another try if it wasn't for over-officiousness I don't for anyone who hasn't seen it, there was this try they scored, amazing try. It was they got the ball on the right hand side and they went to the left. They did a quick one-two and a kick, and Dylan Peach scored in the corner, I think, uh, but it got called back because two phases before uh, the Moana Pacifica guy had stepped. He was stepping, he was getting pushed out, and he threw the ball back in, and the Rotars got the ball. That's when they got the ball on the right hand side. Uh, but as a guy was walking back, he stepped out. So, for some reason in the rules, it says you have to do the line out. So,
2: yeah. Real that's, shame.
0: That's I don't know guy. if you boys yeah. have seen that or remember that. Yeah.
2: Oh, that was such a good try from Izzy for Like, he just, he takes the game on, and decides, I'm just gonna go for a little grubber. Like, that's, that's almost your try of the year, but again, it's, that's I think it was look. only like one, I think it might have actually still been the same play. Or maybe maybe only one phase, but I mean. Yeah, I
0: think it was one phase. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
2: Now let the game go. When you when you have tries like that, I, I, I'm, whether, if I'm if I'm in charge, one of the rules is you gotta have like an entertainment factor, where it's just like you know <laughs> what, if you if you score that good of a try, like yeah, stuff it, you know what, mm. we'll we'll let it stand. Let's keep it going.
0: But you know, like that, the benefit of the doubt, which commentators always talk about, mm. it mm. should be kind of codified. Yeah. Absolutely. And isn't that advantage anyway? He steps out and the Waratars get the well, ball back. He did call advantage at the time, but... Yeah. Uh, and it was odd. Angus Gardner was in the game, which I thought was a bit weird. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, he called it advantage and they came back. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I've had my piece. Nathan, do you have any good improvement for this game?
2: I mean, I'll, I'll start with a bad. I mean, going down 17-0, that's... You know, they just looked like a team that was... Essentially, did did what they did to the Crusaders, just out enthused them, got over the ball quickly, really just tried to just bash them up. But the reason I start with the bad is because the good was the fact that they were, you know, able to being down 17-0 and, and being able to just compose themselves and be like, right, we know where, we know even though we're down, we're better than this team. No, no offense to Manu, but the Warriors just are at this stage. They just got got into their rhythm didn't try and overplay their hand and just let the game come to them. And all, and all of a sudden, you know, opportunities came and they took them. And, you know, being able to come down from that, that deficit, I don't think past World Times teams could have done it. So that's, that was the big, big thing I liked from that game.
0: Love it. Jack, what was your take on this game?
1: Yeah, it was good. It was good to see them, um, fight back. Uh, I I, I sort of missed the first sort of little bit of it and seeing them 17 nil down, I was like, Oh God, they've gone right off the boil. But, um, the way they were, yeah, as Nathan said, able to, you know, stay calm, fight their way back and and, and get the edge over a pretty good, I Pacifica team, um, was really encouraging. So like one improvement I would say is, yeah, like don't (laughs) that, that, that game was a banana-skin game, and they, they they got through it, but really by the only the skin of their teeth. So um, to come down from that uh, massive Crusaders loss, now they've got to sort of reset and refocus coming into a few tough uh, Kiwi
0: games. Yeah, for sure. They're playing Hurricanes on the weekend. Um, but before we get to the Hurricanes game, let's talk about the Reds. They lost to the Highlanders. I think about half their team's injured. Um, Tate McDermott, who's about twenty-four, is like the oldest guy by like eight years in that team. Um, uh, Nathan, what's going on with the Reds?
2: Well, they just seem like a team that just lack confidence. Like it's, it's one of those things. I mean, winning's a habit, and they just they seem to just be out of it. I mean, in saying that, you know, Taniol. The team on the weekend was missing Tupou, was missing Paisami, missing James O'Connor. So like, it's not exactly a full strength red side that's all of a sudden gone off the, gone off the boil. But it's just, just missing that confidence. That seems to be a big thing, and it's kind of a big improvement for me this week that I want to see out of him is just playing with a like I think Tate McDermott referenced it. he's just playing a bit timid, not not taking the game on, not feeling like they could with Crichton who. I mean, Crichton's copped a lot of shit, but he's—he wasn't that bad in the league. Like he set up Josh Fluke's try with a great kick, set up set up another one as well. Yeah. It's just, you know, he's just become a whipping boy for him. After start, admittedly, he started I think the first one or two games pretty poorly, but you know, you, you threw they threw a ten into a a ten who had not played at Super Rugby level at that position against the Kiwis. Like what what were you expecting? So mm. I think that's that's a big improvement, but. I do like how they just, they, they, they just keep fighting the Reds. And they show that they can match it with the, the, the best of the Kiwi sides. It's just, just closing it out and finishing it
0: finishing off. Uh, so so can't with James O'Connor? Is he out for the season? or
2: No, he's, he's back this week.
0: Right, okay. You just kind of think that um, maybe when some of the people come back, they'll slide down the table by the time finals come. Uh, their full team might be back, except for Tongan Thor, who I think sat for the season. Um,
2: well, even he, he might be back. Like coming no. back. again, it's one of those things they don't they don't know at this stage because like it's a it's a have cal- thing, it's a calf strain. But like, look look how big his calves are; they're not exactly <laughs> easy to heal. But you get him back, you get. I mean, we'll we'll touch on the game coming up, but you know, you get Harry Wilson, Fraser right back. Like that's going to be a dangerous side for. Uh, if they slip to, say, sixth or seventh, if you have a second or, or third hosting a final, like, that's not an easy quarterfinal. They they could be a very dangerous team with no expectations.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, Jack, uh, what are your two outcomes from this game? Yeah, just quickly. We're going
1: to move some, through some of these games. Yeah, it was a... In the, in the grand scheme of things, it was a really disappointing game. You know, you can say injuries, blah, 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 but you look at, you know, last week we had, you know, the worst worst New Zealand team, quote-unquote, versus the best, uh, you know, one of the best Australian teams, and the Mm. Highlanders won, and they did it, you know, pretty convincingly, even though it was a bit tight in the end. But, you know, Reds up against the Highlanders didn't have much shape, whereas, you know, we might even move on to this game, whereas, you know, the best New Zealand team versus the worst, Australian team, they put 71 points on them. It was just, so you can see the contrast between those two games. So, um, yeah, really disappointing for the Reds. Um, but you know, they, they, they're getting a few players back. Um, they, they have the strike power to, to do better, which is, which is good. And they, I think they just need to get over this, yeah, the, the mental edge, you know, you know, Thorne's been building up this side for four or five years now. And, and, you know, he's building it on, you know, Queensland hard grit. And yeah. but I think they're just, you know, mentally a bit weak. That's going to ruffle
0: a few feathers. So, but... so improvements, two improvements, one in the physio department and two yeah. in the sports psychologist department.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say to Brad Thorne, Hey, mate, I think your team's mentally weak. He said, seems yeah. like the type of guy that would not take that well.
1: Well, prove it. Win against, I'll uh, tell him. Win and next
0: I'll next wrestle year. him.
2: <laughs> I'd I'd pay to say that that'd be funny. Yeah yeah. But i would
0: sub in, i would sub in it's like the, you know that Jewel in Game of Thrones. I'll get someone else to sub in for me.
2: Um I think yeah. I can do that. Yeah, good uh, luck finding someone to wrestle him. He's still huge. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: so the other three games so like mentally these three games are kind of put in the bin. Mm. Um, so I don't know how you boys feel. I kind of feel I can take one good thing out of the draw on the the Hurricanes game, which is the fact that I turned it on, saw the score, and turned it back off. But, boys, I don't know if you want to group these. I do kind of, I don't our fans out there, but I I, I don't know. It's depressing. Um, Jack, I guess... Do you wanna go through? You can just kind of list them if you want. Yeah. Well, the yeah. Rebels to well yeah. let's touch on the rebels. I mean, uh, don't say defend, because I think that's kind of uh don't say that as an improvement. <laughs> y- yeah yeah. We take that as red.
1: It was a it was a hard watch. It was just relentless um by the blues. They're just so sharp and they're you know, they're the competition leaders for a reason, you know, that you know, they're I reckon they're a fair bit ahead of, ahead of the, the Crusaders and the Brumbies. So, um, yeah, just the, their back lines is stacked even. I don't think they had Bowden Barrett, but they were just able to turn it on. Um, and just, you know, and it's just the typical, uh, you know, all, all of these games you could see just typical Kiwi, Kiwi play where they were able to spread it wide, break the line and then just have support runners inside and out. I'm just backing up the whole time because they knew that there was a break on. So they were just able to support, get, go off the hip of their fellow player and just offload it. And they were in, they were racing. Um, and, and, and a few of the sides this weekend didn't have any, any answers for it. Um, yeah. And, and it was pretty similar in the, uh, in the Crusaders game. Um, you know, the credit to the force, they, they held in till half time and, you know, it was, it was pretty close. Um, well, even after half time, I think the force got, got a try back right on, right after half time. But then, you know, the, the class, of the crusaders, they had a pretty formidable lineup and, and they were doing the same thing, just, just breaking the line, um, seemingly at will at, at the last, at the last, um, you know, last 20 of that game. And, you know, like the, the likes of Will Jordan just completely shredding. It's, it's, Some of those tries Will Jordan was scoring, you couldn't, you couldn't defend that even if you're the best defending team in the world. The way the, the ball, you know, he, he chipped, I think it was George Bridge chipped for him and he regathered right on the sideline and the ball just bounced into his hands. Like there's nothing you can do about that. So it's just like when, when the New Zealand teams are on, they're on. Uh,
0: yeah. And I I guess the force kind of suffered the crusaders blowback from the (laughs) Waratahs um Yeah, I'm
2: um, same same to agree with Jack. I mean, I guess there was some there was one positive from the Rebels game. I mean, you know, that first five minutes was great. Like <laughs> for it, it got to a stage four day deal and you start thinking, okay, hmm. this, there could be something here. Like we they could actually take it to him and then just drive that last the seventy five minutes was just it one side one side is it's, it's such it's just a simple way to describe it but that's what it was. They just got absolutely dominated. They just absolutely whatever the whatever the blues threw at them the whatever the yeah whatever the blues threw them, they just just couldn't handle it. They just it was almost like a training run in the end where I was just like, right, let's see let's it's see. A, who can it's embarrassing. Who can get the isn't best that? try.
0: Um I mean I don't want to see anyone lose their job but Kevin Foote, I mean, he can't be tenable at the end of the year, can he? And it, it, maybe they can get the dude from the fourth, what's his name? Tim something? Um, like, they're in you just kind of position. wish they got <laughs> Simon Cron, though, don't you? But it's atrocious down there.
2: Like, it's not... I don't think it's, you know, the end of the world. Like, it's yes, this is this is a pretty... This is a real bad result, but they're still in ninth. They can still re- somehow make a final series. Like, if they... They somehow pull, pull an upset off up against the Chiefs. So all of a sudden, you're back on track. Like, you can't... One bad loss.
0: But they, they've been crab juice all year, Nathan.
2: I mean, they won, they've won, what, three, They lost to the Yeah, they lost to the draw. Drawers draw aren't that bad. Like, they're... Sure, they're all right. But, I mean, you know, Hurricanes lost to Moana Pacifica. Does that mean we we suck their coach?
0: Yes. Jack, what do you reckon? What's your read on this? The
1: yeah, yeah. No, there's the, the positive signs for the rebels there. Like, uh, you know, they've they've got a fair, you know, roster of wallabies. Um, I think they've got, you know, what, six or seven wallabies. Um,
0: Galloway, H- H- Hodge.
1: Hodge, Leota,
0: Philip. Uh, Phillip. friend of the pod, Joe Powell. There you go. Um, yep.
1: So yeah, they've, they've got, they've got the pieces there. They just need to put it together at the right times, um, in the right situations. And, you know, that, that lovely move from Carter Gordon, just grubbering it in for uh was it Calloway this time that scored? I think it's Hodge. Hodge, yeah, that that just works a treat. And they needed to be doing more of that during the game, just to to get back in the game and then stop the stop the tap, you know, from the Blues just flowing. Um So you know they'll be shattered, but you know they're they're a hard working team and and the, and they'll get back on the horse. And you know who knows they're they're just playing disruptors now. Um, and I think you know, you know, people. Some of the New Zealand teams might not take them as seriously, and they could, you know, snag a win, and that 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 helps you know the Australian the, the Australian teams definitely. And I think you know, even the Force, I think they're still a shot at making it, so they they mm. you know, they'd be wanting the Rebels to to help them out there. So well, I
2: mean, so so the but, Rebels, like let's let's not forget here, like we're saying the Force have a shot to be, to qualify for the finals. They're below the Rebels. Like the no rebels, are, like Why? Highlanders, How? Highlanders are, are in eighth in seventeen points. Rebels are ninth in fifteen points. Force are tenth in fourteen points. Like, realistically, if they all of a sudden you rebels, rebels play Highlanders' last game of the season. If they if they can find a way to somehow snag a Kiwi opponent mm. in between that, you know the Chiefs this week is going to be a tough ask. But you know maybe a Hurricanes taken lightly. You know. All of a sudden, that's that becomes a crucial game, and yeah, even for the Force as well. Right? In touch on the, the Force, like you know, they were they were beat pretty badly by the Crusaders, but they beat the Highlanders this week, and they you know still have a game with Moana coming up. Like those games are gonna be cr- so crucial.
1: Yeah, and that's the that's a good that's the good thing about this um, sort of top eight. That even as you know, it's coming down to like the last final weeks to see who nab's that eighth spot. There's 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 still plenty to fight for, and, and and even teams just, yeah, playing spoilers for the rest of the comp. So, um, it, it's, it's good to have that.
0: No, I'm, I'm a fan of this top eight. I don't, it's, they so, so if people don't know, the top eight of the table will go to finals. So people saying that's probably a bit dumb because, uh, you know, it's two thirds of the comp, uh, get to go in finals. But I love it. I think it's good. Um, Uh, One thing I do want to say, though, that the Force played really well against the Blues. They got the Crusaders after They got dumped by the Tars. I think the Force are a lot more to be reckoned with. And also, Nathan, caveat to your point about the table positioning. The Force haven't been able to play Moana Pacifica, who they probably would have beaten if they could have played them, if they didn't have COVID. That's Uh, that's very true. And, I mean, they don't want to dump on Moana Pacifica, but... You probably would have lost. Um, so anyway, moving on. Game previews. What's happening this weekend? Okay, so we've got on Friday. First game. Really, Brumbies and Crusaders. Oh no, sorry. No, the Highlanders and the Western Force. There we go. Yeah, uh, this one, team This previews. one's gonna be
1: interesting. Yeah, like the the Force that as we as we've just touched on, you know, they're they're still in the hunt. Um, but Highlanders are like finishing really fast. So, yeah. like, they've got to, they've got to keep them out. Um, it's in Dunedin as well. I think it's the last game in, in Dunedin in front of the zoo down there with all the, all the students. So, um, you know, Highlanders are coming home with
0: a wet sail. Uh, any kind of key changes in the team for this weekend, Jack, that caught your eye?
1: Um, yeah, no, the, the, the fourth are pretty settled. Um, I think they had a late, um, you know, Manasa Mattielli had to drop out late in, in their game against the Crusaders, but he's back on the sting. Um, so they're, they're, they're a pretty settled side now. Um, I think they've lost a few back rows, Kane Kotek is out for the season, but other than that, they've, they've managed pretty well to keep their, the bulk of their squad together. So that, um, that, uh, you know, that axis of, um, Pasatoa, Kunzul and, and Godwin, they're, they're really good. And then they got some, Pretty good firepower out the back, so um, really
0: settled. So I think that'll help them. Do you boys want to drop your predictions now? Go to team list predictions.
2: Yeah, I'm going to drop a prediction. I, I was going to say, one, one point we didn't bring up in this game is the Highlanders picking a winger at, at number 10 in Sam Gilbert. Yeah, that was a bit of a strange one. Don't, ab- absolutely don't get the move. Apparently, he played like number 10 at um, club level, but that was like four or five years ago. They have Mitch Hunt, who can play 10, mm. just chilling on the bench. Uh, apparently, yeah. apparently they want that kind of, that bigger body in there. I moved Imaga Jensen at 12, but it's like, you have, you have seasons on the line, and all of a sudden you go, yeah, this is the right time to bring a winger in it as your number 10, Like, God, it's a, it's a punt and a okay. half. I yeah. love
1: it.
0: It's very ticker
1: No, and the Highlanders will probably pay off for him, I and mean, he'll play a blinder, but... uh Yeah, it's it's a strange one, um, and that just speaks to sort of the depth that in New Zealand at the moment at 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 ten. Like I've been noticing this for a while now. Besides, you know, you got these insanely world class flyers in Moana and Barrett um, going at it, but if you look around, it drops off pretty quickly. You got the likes of Hunt, you got the likes of Garden Baship at the Hurricanes, um, and and Gatlin. At the Chiefs, he's battling for time with other players. You know, um, Ioni would be there, um, but you know they, they, these guys are sort of that that mid tier um, sort of hanging around.
2: But realistically, are they better? Like, I saw this argument. I, I can't remember for, off the top of my head who made it. I think it was your guys at Rugby Pass Jack made it. Is it? Are they be really better than what we have in, in here in Australia in terms of depth? Like, look, look at our options. You have yeah, you have Jock. Jock, Noah, um, Tate Edmonds come on for the Waratahs, but you have Pasitoa and Gordon, Ben Donaldson. You know, there's five...
0: Will Harrison.
2: Will Harrison who can come back as well. Like, I also including Quade Cooper, who's probably comes into to this, to a well side for it. If not the England series, maybe a rugby championship. Like, there's, there's six or seven solid options. Five who are essentially under 22 or or younger... Oh, like you, you throw these names around, being like you know so much coming through the Kiwi system, but I, I generally think we're out of stage. Where we're better. We got better stocks here in terms of fly half than they do there. In terms yeah, of- no,
1: no, that, that was that was my point. You 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 know yeah yes. you know it was
2: yeah. oh, sure. Take, I, it,
1: I I agree with yeah. you, Jack. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah that taking out my and they they're you know I wouldn't trade any of our fly halves for their fly halves.
2: Absolutely, yeah.
0: But the thing is as well, like. Mwanga and Barrett are so good. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know they're the two best fly halves in the world. And after no. that, <laughs> yeah, no has yeah. <laughs> the depth chart is worrying for them. But
2: it's it's top heavy. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like well class top top couple, and it seems like there's a couple positions with the Kiwis like that. It's just freakish, well class first like two or three, and then just going down. It's mm. very middle of the table, but they're they're just the type of guys that can come in and, and win. Win you one or two games, particularly against us.
0: 100% I think we've got a better front row than them. And reserve front row. And third choice front row, I reckon, than the Kiwis. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, cool. So, Nathan, uh, you reckon Highlanders will win it?
2: Uh, Yeah, I reckon Highlanders at home probably just too strong. Like, they've just got too much firepower down there. Mm.
0: Jack, what do you reckon? I'll go the Force. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll go the Force. Um next game, Brumbies Crusaders apparently this is they're going to have a big thing at the Brumbies down there because it's a like a nostalgia night, a history night because it was like 15 years since they played the final or something. Um Jack, it's your your boys. Yep, any standouts in this team that they've announced?
1: Well, yeah, look, they've, they've lost, uh, Olesio and Valentini, as I said before. Um, but it still, still looks good, good team. Um, Iona's gonna have to step up and, and run the cutter from 10. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's been in and around the Brumbies, but now he gets his sort of first solid start. What a, what a start to make it against the Crusaders. So, um, it was, it was looking, looking like an absolute cracker of a match. Um, but, but those are two sort of big losses, and then um, you know the, the Crusaders have welcomed back a, a few players as well, so they're 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 fired up, and and I think they'd be probably targeting this game, so um, they're 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 pretty much at full strength as well. So it'll be yeah, it'll be a ripper of a game.
0: Just looking at this Crusaders fifteen: uh, George Bauer, Cody Taylor, Fletcher Newell, Scott Barrett, Sam Whitelock, Pablo Matera, Ethan Blackadder, Colin Grace. Bryn Hall, Richie Moanga, George Bridge, David Havili, Jack Goodhue, Sevier East, Will Jordan. Apart from Fletcher Newell and, like, Cullen Grace, I've never heard of those guys
2: before, George Bauer.
0: Stacked. Absolutely stacked team.
2: Yeah. Cullen Grace oh, is, is sick as well, by the way. No. Like, he? oh, so good.
0: He's got a silly name.
2: but He, he does, but he's, he's that type of guy that, like, he he will, I reckon he'll feature somewhere in the All Black system this year. He's just... Absolute yeah. gun. And it's just another another Kiwi coming through the, the Crusader system that just looks looks incredible.
1: And the fact that they've got Lester Fajanganuku on the bench says a lot. He's been on fire lately. So, um, yeah, it's a, it'll be a tough ask. Um, I was going to, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I was going to back the Brumbies all the way. Um, I'll bet the Brumbies with my heart, but uh, Crusaders with my money, I reckon.
0: Nathan, how do you feel? Yeah, Jack's smart.
2: I, I think Jack's on the money there. I'd love to. The if it, this Brumby side had Noah and Bobby Valentini, I, I feel like I'd be back in the upset. But I just with those those two guys are so mm. such big losses. I just I can't. I think it, you're going to need a very special performance to get over this Crusaders side.
0: I agree. I also on name terms, I think the Crusaders have got better names in their team. Ricky Jackson's on the bench. Wouldn't. Stupid name. I love it. Um, Finlay Brewers. What the hell is that? Of course, Leicester, know Gugu. Who calls their son Leicester? I love it. The great energy. Let's move on. Uh, Fiji and versus Mona Pacifica in Parramatta. Crazy. Yeah. Battle of the Pacific. Battle of the be, Pacific. Yeah, exactly.
1: it'll be, that, that's, a, that's an interesting game there. Uh, you know, Everyone's been waiting all season pretty much to see these guys go at it. Um, Lots of lots of firepower, lots of you know Pacific flair. Um, you know this is why the the competition was created, almost to see see these guys go at it and, and bring these guys into the competition. So glad to see them in action.
2: This could low-key be just game of the round, just <laughs> a sneak a sneaky one that no one's no one's expecting. But they just both sides decide. You know what? Let's just throw caution to the wind and just put a show on. Yeah. Like I, the Fiji and I, I reckon are the better side, um, but I, I think they'll they'll be able to play their their type of expansive rugby that that could catch Moana out. But actually, it's just it's just gonna be a good contest regardless. If we get the same Moana that rocked up against the World Cup. so I'm really looking forward to this game.
0: I reckon the the atmosphere will be sick. We you know that, oh, um, yeah. and Parramatta. Uh, if anyone has been to Parramatta, it's really good for sound. It's a really great stadium. Um, but what are we thinking about predictions? Christian, Christian Lee Lafano's on the bench. Mm. That's a big one that stands out to me. Um, what do we reckon?
2: Draw. I reckon that they're just too good. They'll they'll be too good now. Like, I reckon that there's 60 plus points in this game, but the draw will find a way to win.
0: Jack? Draw? Moana?
1: Yeah. That's, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll go the other side and go Moana. Ooh. You know, they're you know, Fiji and have Fiji have all the flair and, and and that sort of thing. But I think um Moana Pacifica have a few um key players that can really make the difference in terms of, you know, keeping to their structure and um, you know, not letting you know not letting the game get away from them and I think they've got more, you know, experience to rely
0: on. So I'll I'll go Moana. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Jack. Um I think they'll yeah, they're just more better put together than the drawer, all right now, this should have some kind of meme thing about it, but it's the blues versus the reds, there should be some kind of like purple trophy that they fight over,, <laughs> um, the color cup, it's yeah, like, there's gotta be something gotta be something, or you know it's like a dress up party, you got dress up blue or red, um it's hard to see past the blues, isn't it, Nathan.
2: Yeah, it's an interesting one. Like is it I wonder if the Blues might just be a bit not a bit complacent, but kind of think they're gonna run through the Reds like they did the rebels and all of a sudden, you know, Brad Thorn gets he gets his side up for an ambush. That type of territory. Um you know, no Fraser McWright and Harry Wilson is a um, big bosses but kind of get offset by O'Connor and Hunter Paisami army coming back. I mean it's it's gonna to be tough to, to Back against the Blues, but I reckon the Reds are going to give them a real shock to that shock. I still, I still reckon the Blues win, but I reckon it's going to be so much closer than everyone thinks.
0: Like bonus point close.
2: I reckon, yeah, I can bonus. I reckon, I reckon within five, I'll say.
0: Ooh, nice chat. What do you reckon? So, right, who are you going for? Reds.
2: No, I'm saying Blues. Blues, but like blues, Blues by like three or four.
0: Yeah, yeah, I uh,
1: yeah. I think the Blues, the the Blues will get over them. Um, just looking at the team sheet, you know, they've, they've got a few big losses in the front row. Um, the losses of, you know, Wilson and McRider sort of um, offset by Angus Scott and Sarah Uru. They're, they're sort of they're, – they're some really handy replacements. And, and the back line is looking a lot better now with James O'Connor back and Hannah Paisami and, and Jordan Pettire and Vinavalu on the wing. That's some serious weapons out wide. So, um yeah, I, I think I think they will do a lot better, and and I'll you know prove some people you know wrong, maybe, maybe me, with a, a bit of mental fortitude. But I think the Blues, especially at Eden Park, will be way too strong.
0: Yeah, I yeah can't sit past the Blues, but I think it'll be a blowout. Um, sorry, Reds fans. Uh, uh, <laughs> next game, last game on Saturday night, um, Waratahs Hurricanes. Tars, back at their ancestral home of Leichhardt, where the beer runs out at about the sixtieth minute.
2: Still salty, are you? Uh
0: maybe. Um, but, they, but but they got the wait uh, twenty minutes in the line for beer. Um great. They got the budgie
1: they got the budgie smuggler hot tub, so that's
0: that, that's, that's true. That's true. We got some amazing budgie smuggler um uh what's going call it uh stubby holders that you can clip to your pants. Uh that's amazing. Um uh, but apart from that um Nathan, big prediction this weekend. Will the beer run out before the sixtieth minute?
2: it's supposed to be a bigger crowd, so I mean hopefully not. Like hopefully they're they're expecting a packed crowd. They're going the full fill the hill vibe for this week, which i which i rate. Um I, I'm I'm gonna gonna be optimistic going say no. Will okay. run
0: out. Jack, will the beer lines will it take you longer than twenty minutes to get a beer? <laughs> No, I thought I thought they were pretty good. Um, the match, however, ooh. Nah, moving I We're just I mean, talking about the shit customer stuff. No, let's talk about okay. Uh-huh. Waratahs Hurricanes, what's going on, Jack? Tell me what's going on.
1: I think the uh, the Waratahs can do it. I think they're bringing back uh, Ned Haddingen. He's back. Um, Hooper's out with concussion though. Um, Paddy Patty Ryan's, Ryan's
0: also coming back.
1: Yeah, old Paddy I- Ryan. Down I thought he settled
0: down, had a family, kind of.
1: Vibe. Yeah, he's been he's been playing in America and other other places around the traps. Um, good to see him back in the sky blue. Um, pretty pretty settled side. Besides, you know the big out with with Hooper, um, but that was kind of expected anyway. I think they're playing for compassion.
2: that. Yeah, he's still he's still going through the process.
0: Yeah, that guy, that guy must have floored him hard.
2: I you you saw him when he when he when he came off the field, like yeah. he got yeah. smacked and stumbled, like, that's, I mean, we're no doctors here, but, you know, that's that's a sign of a pretty, uh, I don't want to say severe concussion, but they're the telltale signs of someone being completely out on their feet, so, I mean, no wonder yeah. they're going to take their, take their time with a guy.
0: Um. But- yeah, sorry, Jack. Go on. She's going to be... Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> so Hooper's is out.
2: Ho- hoops is out. Gamble. Yeah, but yeah, so. that, yeah,
0: that, co-
1: that combination of, um, Parisi and Lalakai Fiketi, in the, uh, centers is, is really proving to be, um, really good. And that, mm-hmm. that's really taking the pressure off Tane Edmund to just play his natural footy. So, um, yeah, all, all good signs. Um, Hurricanes typically haven't, um, you know, release their their team sheet yet, so we don't know how their their makeups going to look like. But um, but I think they'll you know they'll they'll come and they're 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 looking to push into that that sort of top four of the competition. So they they've still got plenty to play for, and um, they'll want a bit of redemption. So, um, yeah, it'll be a cracker of a game.
0: Uh, and who do you reckon will win? Rotas, Rotas, Nathan.
2: I'm with him there. Waratars get it done.
0: Um, I gotta gotta say Tars, you know, gotta say. <laughs> Although if you were to ask me who's the winner out of the fans, I'd probably say losers because you have to wait for your beer twenty minutes. Um, and miss the second half of the first half. All right. Final game, uh Sunday AVO, Melbourne Rebels versus the Chefs at Amy Park. <laughs> Uh, Nathan, I'll throw to you here. Who will lose, and why will the lose? Rebels lose by forty points.
2: Jeez, that's a bit harsh. Uh, um, Look, well, they're gonna to have to put in a really good performance to to match the Chiefs side who's, I mean, once again, coming off a loss, which they're gonna they're gonna really be out to try and prove make a statement with both the Tars and the Reds on their heels for a top four finish. Uh, and, you know, rebels get Michael Wells back, get Jordan Uessi back, so that's too big big in for them.
0: And There's, Pony, right? Or did Pony come last week? Penny Fattle Millisi Yeah
2: Pony, uh Pony, See P- Pony was back t- he's been started he started started return last week, so yeah. he's he's held on to his spot. Um Calway in the sentence as well is gonna be interesting. Try and get him the yeah. ball more. I like I still think the Chiefs are gonna be too Probably too strong, but I reckon the rebels I reckon the rebels keep it close ish. I reckon I reckon chiefs get done by but like by like ten or twelve. Like one of those games where, you know, they fight the rebels stay in it for the first say sixty minutes but the Chiefs just kind of run away with it at the end.
0: Um I you know, that's probably a pretty accurate summation of the game. Um but Jack, do you agree with it? Yeah, I think the the chefs will cook. I think it could be <laughs> Another, you
1: know hopefully they'll Melbourne Rebels will back up and and really muscle up in defense. Um that's something that they need to improve. But um I think that yeah, the chefs will put up put on a couple of tries.
0: Yeah. Gotta go gotta go to the chefs. Um cool. Well that's it. That's all the games. That's all the games this weekend. Uh looks like we're probably looking at a two four or oh, actually no three four maybe like Australian win there. Two four actually know Waratahs, Buddy. Nice. Two four Drew account as Australian. We've cultivated <laughs> them, you know. Yeah. NPC or NRC all that stuff. Um Sick. Alright. Um I think that's about it. Unless you boys have anything more to say. No. Any just, other tidbits?
2: Just get get behind them, especially those in Canberra. Get get behind the brummies. You need to see a full crowd down in J.O. Stadium, otherwise hmm. you, you don't deserve the Brumbies. Simple as that.
1: Yeah, getting cut. Yeah, my fearless prediction for the week will be uh, Brumbies run out of hot chips and pies by the first half. Oh, $3.50. $3. That Jeez,
2: that's a good, that's a good deal, $3.50 pies and chips. Like,
0: that's what you want. Who doesn't love cool. a pie at the footy? Yeah, hear that, I like, cut stadium management. you got a game on your hands there. Great, um, Nathan. Do you have any uh, outlandish and/or fearless predictions? Uh,
2: I mean, fearless prediction. I, I re- I'm going to stick with this Waratahs game. I, re- I reckon the War- Waratahs get it done done pretty easy. I think they they make a statement out of this performance. They just seem to be peaking at the right time. I'll say you know, I'll, I'll say Noongar and Dewaati is, yeah. Uh, Oh, no, we'll, we'll go with the hat-trick, why not? That, yeah. Oh, there you go,
0: wow.
2: Let's, let's go feel nice. That's a big one. I think he's pe- right. pe- peaking at the right time, got Parisi outside him. I reckon he has this the big breakout game after... even He's been really good this year, but I think this is the real one that just makes the rest of the competition sort of sit up and take notice.
0: Um, for me, less a prediction, more of a hope. But Waratahs get a huge crowd, they get another win. And we begin to see the rebirth of, like, passion for super rugby. Cause we were all there, uh, last weekend, um and it was amazing. So, I hope that continues, cause that's what r- Australian rugby needs, that, the mojo. Cause it was an amazing vibe. Um so I hope that continues. Brilliant. Everyone get to the rugby this weekend. Go! What you doing? Let's go.
2: Let's go.
0: Cool. Awesome. All right, boys. Thanks for your time. Um, it's our bedtime now. we are got to log off. Nathan, thanks for joining. Jack, thanks for joining. Um, and we'll have another pod for you within a week or two. Catch you later. All right.
2: yep yeah. What did go wrong? I'll have to look look and think about it, think about it deeply, very deeply.
0: Did it hinge in the
1: end on a bit of genius from Sureli Bombo? A bit of genius, a bit of magic, Sureli Bombo, very interesting, very good, yeah, very good. Three cheers for Sureli Bombo, very good, very good.